Travis Wingfield. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. Just got to stay in a positive frame of mind. You are Locked On Dolphin, your daily podcast on the Miami Dolphin, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami! What's up, Dolphins, and welcome into a bonus Friday edition, the February 16th edition of the Locked On Dolphins podcast. I am your host, Travis Wingfield, and I'm here to bring you your daily dose of Miami Dolphins football on today's show. This is going to be a very short podcast, a format-breaking podcast. I'm going to fire up the FanSpeak mock draft simulator and do a live on-air mock draft for our beloved Miami Dolphins. But before we get into any of that, I have to really quickly remind you guys to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. Follow me on Twitter at NFL. Follow the show at LockedOnFins. And check out LockedOnDolphins.com. We have tons of written content on the website right now. And the site is doing very well amongst the FanRag Sports Network of .com sites. And of course, check out the other Locked On Sports family of podcasts like the Locked On Heat podcast and Locked On NFL podcast or Locked On Draft podcast for all the local and national coverage of your favorite teams. Let's go ahead and jump right into what I'm doing in this episode. If you guys aren't familiar what Fanspeak is, they have a mock draft simulator that fills out the needs of every team and uses a variety of different types of draft boards. They have like, I believe a Matt Miller from the Bleacher Report draft board. They have a draft board that is taken with all the data from the Fanspeak mock drafts that fans have done that kind of compiles which players get picked the highest. So a variety of different options for you to choose from. You can choose one round, two rounds, three rounds, up to seven rounds you want to do. So it's a pretty cool little thing. It's not always very accurate. I think it gets more accurate as the season goes along because that kind of becomes more of a concrete idea of which players will go highest. And just in addition to the draft thing, they have an off-season simulator where you can go through and restructure your own players, cut your own players, re-sign your own players, offer transitional franchise tags. You can do 10 days of free agency signings amongst the entire NFL, and they simulate the other team's moves before free agency. So it kind of gives you an idea of what maybe you can do in free agency. And that one is, is really, really in the beta stage, so to speak. I mean, Byron Maxwell is still on the Dolphins roster in that. So it's not really a accurate tool, but it is kind of fun to play with. It's something you can do at work to pass a little bit of time if you're uh, slow and you and you don't want to do your actual work. So Fanspeak has some cool ideas just lacking in the execution, but we're going to go ahead and try to work around that a little bit. And in this mock draft, I am going to operate under the impression that Miami does the following things in the upcoming March offseason period of the NFL season or calendar, I should say. They are going to cut Julius Thomas and Lawrence Timmons. I think those are both pretty obvious moves at this point. I want to cut Mike Pouncey, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're going to see him come back on a smaller contract or a restructured contract. So Mike Pouncey comes back as a starting center on a restructured deal. And I know you guys are going to hate this one, but they're going to let Jarvis Landry walk in free agency, go elsewhere and get a big paycheck from somebody else. They're going to sign a starting left guard in free agency, and they're going to sign CJ Anderson when the Broncos cut him to pair him with Kenyon Drake. And then any other significant signings that were made were not done in a fashion that will handcuff my draft strategy. I assume that they would sign maybe a lower level receiver in the event that Jarvis Landry walks, maybe even Emmanuel Sanders if he gets cut from Denver or someone like Marquise Lee, not the premier names, but the kind of the next tier level of free agent receivers that are out there. But regardless, I am not going to let that stop me from drafting wide receiver if I like the value there. So no Thomas or, or 
no Thomas or Timmons. Pouncey is back. Landry is gone. Starting left guard in free agency and CJ Anderson, a number two slash number one, a one A one B type of running back with Kenyon Drake there. So lastly, if there is a player on the board that shouldn't be there, I've made this example a few times now on the podcast. If like Marcus Davenport falls to the second round to pick 42, and that happens a lot on these fan speak mock drafts. Like I said, the accuracy is not great. I'm going to pass on them and choose someone else realistic. I will tell you guys when that happens, and just kind of give you an idea what maybe we can expect on draft day. Just have a little bit of fun, a bonus Friday episode for you guys heading into the weekend here uh, post-Valentine's Day. So let's go ahead and light this candle. With the 11th pick, the Miami Dolphins select... And with that 11th pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the first round shook out in a pretty interesting way. First went Baker Mayfield to the Cleveland Browns, then Sam Darnold, Quentin Nelson, Minka Fitzpatrick, Josh Rosen, Bradley Chubb, Darius Geis, a surprise, Harold Landry, a surprise, Roquan Smith and Tremaine Edmonds all go, leaving Saquon Barkley on the board, Vita Vey's on the board. But I'm going to go ahead and take, and you guys probably know I'm going this direction. He's my favorite player in this draft outside of Bradley Chubb. Florida State safety, probably a will linebacker slash money linebacker slash single high slash slot extraordinaire slash take away the tight end from from being the big problem that it has been. Of course, I'm talking about Derwin James, the Florida State safety. He is the first round draft pick for the Miami Dolphins in this mock draft. Just thinking about what he can do for the defense and giving you more guys in the back end. They want to play more dime packages. They want to get more defensive backs on the field. You already have Rashad Jones and TJ McDonald and Xavier Howard showed some bite. Robbie McCain has a breakout year last year. Cordray Tankersley showed a little bit. Get some more athletic players on the field. And talking about Derwin James, everyone that talks about Derwin James says that he is an alpha dog, the kind of guy that can change the temperature, change the culture in the locker room. A guy that when he speaks, everybody listens. A guy that just comes just demands greatness around him and he delivers greatness himself. Very, very tremendous athlete. One of the knocks on him is that he doesn't have the ball production, the takeaways and all that stuff in college. Missed one year with a bad injury, but there's the same thing was said about Jalen Ramsey when he was in college as well. And he goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars and changes that entire defense really. So Derwin James, first pick on the mock draft here for the Miami Dolphins. Moving on to the second round of the draft, there were some interesting names that went off the board right before the Dolphins picked here at pick 42. Josh Allen was still on the board when the Dolphins picked at 11. I probably would go with a trade back in that situation if somebody wanted to come up and get him. But in this scenario, Josh Allen goes all the way to the second round to pick five of the second round for the New York Jets. So maybe that wasn't a realistic possibility. Right now, we're looking at a very, very stacked board in the second round. Will Hernandez, the UTEP guard, still there. Tight end Dallas Godert out of South Dakota State is still there. The defensive tackle from Stanford, Harrison Phillips, the center James Daniels out of Iowa. That is a very intriguing name considering the fact that Mike Pouncey, a guy you could probably move on from, and I, I would myself, but if he doesn't move on from, if they don't move on from Mike Pouncey, that probably won't happen right away. I mean, he would be an instant starter at center right there, so you'd have yourself a good player in the second round starting at center. And then you also have Christian Kirk, the wide receiver out of Texas A&M, which I think would be an ideal replacement for Jarvis Landry in the slot. He has a great, great run after the catch ability, a great punt returner, and he's even a better route runner than Jarvis Landry is. So that would be an option. I'm really, really torn right here. I, I think I'm going to go ahead and do Christian Kirk because I, I want to go Dallas Goddard, but I think the tight end class is deeper. So I'm going to go ahead and take Christian Kirk and reboot my wide receiver core. You're thinking about possibly losing Devontae Parker next year as well. If he, I mean, not like it's a big loss, but you're talking about only having Kenny Stills and Jakeem Grant as guys that you can rely upon as receivers. And so let's rebuild that receiving core. We get a punt returner instantly for this year as well. A guy that can kind of learn in the system behind a couple of the guys there on, on the Dolphins receiving core and just kind of become a future starter for the Miami Dolphins. Christian Kirk, pick number two. As we press on towards the third round here, looking at some of the names on the board in the third round that 
I don't really view as realistic. You got Mike Hughes is still there, the cornerback out of Central Florida. I think he's probably a first-round draft pick. You still have Leighton Vander Esch, the Boise State linebacker, that's getting comparisons to Brian Erlacher right now. He's probably a first-round pick or at least a, a, a very high second-round pick at the worst. Um, some tight ends fell to me right here, and I just I don't know. It's Hayden Hurst from South Carolina and then Mike Gusecki out of Penn State, and I'm going to go ahead and take Hayden Hurst out of South Carolina. I think the tight ends could slide in the draft a little bit because of what I said in the second round. There's a little bit of depth to the position, so that means guys could slide down a little bit as teams think they can get better quality or better value for their players later on in the draft. So let's take Hayden Hurst, a tight end out of South Carolina. We have now upgraded the tight end position. We've upgraded, or not upgraded, but replaced Jarvis Landry for a player much, much cheaper. We could spend money elsewhere and work on getting the cap situation fixed. And we've also improved the defense in the back end with Derwin James. Moving into the fourth round, our fourth pick of the draft for the Miami Dolphins here on the mock draft. We have Derwin James, Christian Kirk, and Hayden Hurst already on the roster. And now I'm looking at a couple of players that I like a lot. Thinking about going quarterback here, but I'm probably going to pass on that for another round or until the next pick in the fourth round if it shakes out the way I hope it will. Anthony Miller, the receiver from Memphis, is still there. He's another guy that I like a lot to replace Jarvis Landry if that happens. But we already took Christian Kirk, so we won't go there. Running back, Kalen Balaj, the Arizona State, big bruising guy that can play three downs. He's still there. Tight end, Ian. And Thomas is still there, but I'm going to go ahead and get a linebacker, Fred Warner out of Brigham Young University. He's a guy that showed a great fluidity in the senior bowl, was all over the place, uses his hands aggressively, can reroute at the line of scrimmage, can cover a little bit. So Fred Warner, get our linebacker in the fourth round and make that pick as we move on to the other pick in the fourth round as the board starts to dwindle down here a little bit getting closer and closer. And I think I'm going to go ahead and just pull up that quarterback board and let's see if he is still there. He is still there. And I'm going to go ahead and make Mike White, the Western Kentucky quarterback that everyone seemed to felt everyone seemed to fall in love with at the senior bowl. Uh, we talked a little bit about how his size and his build and his prototype fits what Adam Gaze would want at the quarterback position. So your backup quarterback for 2018 in this instance is Mike White, the Western Kentucky quarterback. And moving on into the fifth round now, the fifth round came and went. The Dolphins obviously don't have a pick in the fifth round. Stephon Anthony is our fifth round pick. And the the offensive guard that I wanted from Idaho went right before the fifth round got over Skylar Phillips. I was hoping to get him as a, a potential development player. But let's go ahead and look at the board here and see who's still available. All right, and this is a no-brainer for me. There's a running back out of North Carolina State. I've I've tweeted about him, shown his versatility. He can play tight end. He can play H-back. He can play fullback. He can play running back. He can do everything. Jalen Samuels out of North Carolina State gives the Dolphins another kind of trick type of player, or I guess trick play type of player, a deception type of player that can go along with Jakeem Grant, get some of that zone read going, some of that misdirection and deception type of stuff they want to do. So Jalen Samuels, another offensive player here, really beefing up the offense to build around Ryan Tannehill in this draft. And we move into the seventh and final round of the mock draft here. And I'm just going to go ahead and take a player that I like a lot on the board right now. He is wide receiver out of Northern Iowa, Darice Fountaine. He is a bigger body, great route runner, definitely gets a lot of separation in all of his routes. A couple of guys that I really respect their opinion on the draft, CK Parrott being one of them. He was on the podcast a while back. He is big on Darice Fountain. And I just, I'm going to go ahead and take the best player that I see on the board. And he fits that role. And we've got one more pick on the Locked On Dolphins podcast draft special, or I guess uh, just kind of a bonus episode for you guys here on a Friday. Travis Wingfield at Wingfield NFL at Locked On Fins. And of course, we are now selling the Locked On Dolphins t-shirts. So check out the Facebook page for Locked On Dolphins or my Twitter page. I'll go ahead and tweet that out again for you guys and, and give you a link for that. So we have t-shirts available for sale right now. Really cool stuff going on with the podcast. The, the podcast and the site are growing like crazy, and I could not thank you guys enough for that. So we'll get back with the last pick on the Dolphins draft here and wrap this episode up here on the Locked On Dolphins podcast.
And with the final pick of the Friday bonus episode mock draft edition of the Lockdown Dolphins podcast, I'm going to go ahead and take my hometown team, the offensive guard from Washington State, Cody O'Connell. They call him the continent. He was a preseason All-American, doesn't allow any pressures, is a beast in the running game. He's like 6'8", 360 pounds, just a mountain of a man with better feet and athleticism than you would expect out of him. So let's get Cody O'Connell on board for our developmental offensive line prospect. And that's going to do it for this draft. I love what I came away with. You guys probably not as much because I went offensive heavy. I doubled down at wide receiver. Probably not a fan of that for most of you guys, but Derwin James, Christian Kirk, Hayden Hurst, Fred Warner, the linebacker out of Brigham Young, quarterback Mike White out of Western Kentucky, Jalen Samuels, the running back, tight end, H-back out of North Carolina State, wide receiver Dries Fountain out of Northern Iowa, and guard Cody O'Connell out of Washington State. We have improved the team across the board on offense. We added a good coverage slash sub-package linebacker to the team as well, and of course our do everything safety at the top of the draft, a potential future Hall of Famer, in my opinion, in Derwin James. That's going to do it for tonight's podcast, guys. A real quick one, real brief one. So you guys enjoy your weekend. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. And check out the other Locked On Sports podcasts for all your local and national coverage of your favorite teams. Follow me on Twitter, at NFL. Follow the show, at Locked On Fins. And of course, check out at Locked On NFL Twitter, as well as their Facebook page. And last but not least, LockedOnDolphins.com. Bobby McCain piece, Charles Harris piece, Dolphins failed draft pieces up all over the place. Good content on the website every single day. We'll be back on Sunday night slash Monday morning. Might have Kevin Dern on for that podcast. So check that out for another edition of the Locked On Dolphins podcast, your daily dose for Miami Dolphins football.